Welcome to Raining from Rushmore, History Becomes Divine. I'm your host, Austin Mills, and today we will share the true history of Amelia Earhart. This is untouched and unbiased by news reporters and journalists, and today's story comes from Volume 4, Book 3 of American History. We will begin with a little background. After the outrage, scandal, and destruction of the stock market, and the subsequent fall of the world economy, all caused by J.P. Morgan, the god of currency, in 1929, humanity limped on day after day in dubious battle for economic footing. Mankind's incompetency in removing themselves from this terrible situation had become somewhat of a running gag amongst the deity upon Mount Rushmore. Night after night, the gods and goddesses gathered together to eat, drink, and be merry, celebrating the sorrow of the mortals. Yet Rosa Parks, the goddess of progress, and Kim Kardashian, the goddess of appearance, had grown tired of the incessant irony. The others soon noticed their passive-aggressive pokes and agreed to the challenge that if a woman could create something interesting within the next week, the complacency would cease. If the endeavor succeeded, the gods would even return to aid the mortals. Parks and Kardashian, after vivacious searching, found their woman, Amelia Earhart. They appeared to her disguised as elderly veterans from the Great War. They talked of their accomplishments in the sky and how they had both downed innumerable with German biplanes and hellish dogfights. Earhart, not one to get bored easily, was intrigued. Parks continued, it's always been my dream to fly around the world, but I'm too old now. But my dear lady, you look like you have what it takes. That night, Earhart couldn't sleep and was haunted by the conversation she'd had. Indeed, this idea had occurred to her before, having flown quite a lot over the years. She'd even prepared somewhat for the journey, yet she had been dragging her feet. On March 17, 1937, Earhart set sail to the sky. However, the plane never left the ground. Unbeknownst to them, Ashton Kutcher, the god of mischief, had removed the landing gear and damaged the right tire, forcing the wings into the ground upon takeoff. Ashton, along with many other gods, wanted to watch the plan of Parks and Kardashian crash and burn. Though this did not stop the tenacious Earhart, on June 1st of the same year, they set off once again, this time successfully. They experienced great joy in their journey, moving from America to Puerto Rico to Venezuela to Brazil to French Sudan to Ethiopia to British India to Burma to Siam to Australia and then to New Guinea. However, the gods were not done yet. A master plan was set. Generally, the gods of Mount Rushmore would never stoop to this level, but they would not be made fools by a mere mortal. George Washington, the god of war, along with his loyal messenger, Alexander Graham Bell, went to visit the underworld to speak with Washington's older brother. Samuel L. Jackson, the god of the underworld, was always left out of the affairs of Mount Rushmore. 
Yet, in this case, Washington told him how Kim Kardashian, the goddess, was flying a plane across the great waters in disguise, and he promised that if Jackson were to intercept the plane and take her, she could be his queen. He further promised that Pulp Fiction would be the feature film at that year's Rushmore Film Festival. Jackson was intrigued. On July 2, 1937, Earhart and Fred Noonan were en route to Howland Island, but, unbeknownst to them, Ryan Seacrest, the god of radio and media, was also in on the coup. He interfered with the radio equipment of the Lockheed Electra aircraft. Earhart soon became utterly lost, and then, out of the sea, in a black Rolls Royce, with gold spinner rims arose Samuel L. Jackson, god of the underworld. He quickly overtook the plane, kidnapping Earhart and leaving the co-pilot Fred Noonan to perish with the plane. She was dragged into the underworld, never to be seen in those blue skies again. The gods celebrated at the failure of their fellows Parks and Kardashian, but soon... Jackson blundered into Mount Rushmore with furious anger. Oh, you are a bad brother. That is no goddess. She is nothing but a weak human. Washington roared in laughter, thinking his joke truly hysterical. And guess what, Samuel, he said. We all hate Pope Fiction, too. All the gods and goddesses burst into hysterics and laughter. Jackson cancered his way out, returning to his kingdom with a heart of spiteful hatred. In a spirit of vengeance, he soon thereafter helped Walter Funk, a Nazi, to become the new German Minister of Economics, beginning the first of many dominoes to begin World War II. There you have the true story of Amelia Earhart. What really happened? Though she was a very skilled pilot, there was an unstoppable force to be reckoned with, emanating, raining down from Rushmore. Mm -hmm.